May 14th, 2004. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro's show. That's some uh, live, not live, but from the studio, brand new, Fall. The Fall, Marky Smith with the new record. He was just on tour, broke his hip, so he was doing it in his uh, in a wheelchair and had to cut it short, unfortunately. I haven't seen him for years, I think maybe 20, 22 should see them again. I like them a lot. Their first records, I only know it up to maybe Grotesque or Slags and Slates or something like that. We start off the show with um, John Coltrane, Don Dusk. They got that right? Nope, it's Dusk Dawn. <laughs> Had a 50 50 chance and I blew it. And that was the alternate. Um, take off of um, Kula whatever it is <laughs> Kulu say mama <laughs> always fucked that up so I wanted to get it right Sorry for a bit of uh, dead air. It's Watt from Pedro show. We had dead people right in the neighborhood. I, this I heard at Sunken City, right? Yeah, just down the street. Two folks. Must happen right when I was pedaling. Or right after. Because there was no cars or stuff. Yeah, the lady uh, who found them just about had a heart attack. They need to call an ambulance for her. Wow. Yeah, because there was no cars or anything. So they must have been laying there. It's unfortunate violent world <clears throat> just got done playing practicing with George Hurley for Friday's gig here in Pedro at La Zona Rosa Numero Dos formerly known as Dancing Waters uh, yeah. bunch of Pedro bands and uh, third grade teacher I guess they're not from Pedro but the other Laura three bands are Pedro. she did the bass and uh, I know um, Hardball and Toys that kill their Pedro. Uh, yeah, and the leeches. The leeches got Rawl, who's been on the show a few times. Oh, Rawl. Fourth oh, Street cool, cool. porch court thing. Yeah, he's cool. a drummer. Excellent. They play standing up with hoods on their heads. Three piece uh, on the line, organ, bass, drum. A trivia band, kind of 60s. Garage. Be cool to check them out. I haven't seen them rock before. Yeah. Speaking of new stuff, I got the brand new Mission of Burma record. And uh, here's Nicotine Bomb on the Watt from Pedro show. Go into the dust, like the doctor said. Vertical 
gossip, gossip and complaints. They came from next door.
in the rose garden funeral of swords. From Pedro Show. Whoops, a little echo there. Sorry, Brother Matt. No worries. Thanks for coming to my Bonus. rescue there. That was John Kale with Rose Garden Funeral of Sores. Before that, we had Terrorist live from Cobra Verde 19, no, 2002, Detroit. Opening up for uh, Second Man, I believe. Hello, Cobra Verde. How's it going, Cleveland? Yeah, it was the Second Man. It was Pete's last show. He had to fly off. And we start off that set with Nicotine Bomb, something new from Mission to Burma, new album. Uh, last week we had Victor Gastelum. It was great. Yeah, Played cool. some happening music. Cool. Had good spiel. Talking to Georgia Prack today, he says he wants to be a guest on the show, so we'll have him up in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Uh, Victor gave Brother Matt a Calexico record. So, we're going to play some of that. But first, I'm going to play you something that me and Georgie did with Joe Baiza. Last summer, us three here in Pedro, Instant Karma, backed up a poet from Toledo named Dan McGuire. And this should be out around Christmas. But I'm going to play you a song right here. What from Pedro Show. Here's something called I Think by the Unknown Instructors. Counting, or pretending to count rhythms per minute. 
past the person that sold my shirt Refractigated my house Wrote the news I'll read Feet popped on the recliner Upholstered by somebody Who wanted to write Photograph Paint one portrait capturing What it meant to be alive In that instant in time The headline reads Low in market New housing starts on decline And reading it I breathe a sigh Neither concern or relief Mired in wasteland in between A sigh that says I'm tired in the now Who cares the future? And dozing softly to sleep I dream of somebody naming the air Describing how it swirls in synchronization Dies down when I am calm. Somebody coloring the sky. Burnt pink intermingled with purplish blue. Has the smell, taste, even the feel of it down. Caressing skin in a way so private, so healing. My eyes shine tears, but I gasp, choke back those tears. Jerk up from these thoughts and wipe them away with calloused hands. Sorry I have them. Secretly, I also want what the upholsterer wants. Regulars on the same stools every night drinking. Side by side, not knowing there's something to talk about. How glad we are for each other. Organizing our silences in a way that speaks the connection. I think of what we do, what we are, and the fertility climb between.
border patrol Who's Thunderbirds? No match A helicopter shadow follows you Way out past the downtown city glow Across the Santa Cruz I tend through the Rincons and Cochise Stronghold South of the Chiricahuas Drifting, drifting
Pedro show started that set off with I think by the unknown instructors actually Dan McGuire wasn't doing the spiel there Jack Brewer from Sacron Trust guests on a couple tracks and that's one he's on but Dan's on most of the other ones all the other ones except a couple thank you Jack Jack wants to be a guest on our show isn't that right brother man bring him on bring him on he's been Petitioning us for almost a year now. Petitioning the Lord with prayer. After that, we had Sprawl from Calexico. Thank you, Victor, for bringing that by. Yeah. And thank you for coming by last week. 
Then we had Hippocrises by Peter DeStefano. I'm playing with him later tonight and Steve Perkins in Hellride up in Santa Monica. Um, it's Peter's new solo album. It's called Gratitude. I, saw, I went to his little thing Wednesday. Saw a pair. He was in good spirits, too. Peter sang, played acoustic for us for a bit. Pear asked me to do Lollapalooza, so I'll be oh, on the solar power stage. Bitchin'. And he also asked me to do the chimpin', like I do my tour diary, but for the whole dealio. Awesome. So I'll be like a correspondent, I guess. Corresponding. Uh, after Peter, we had Remember Me, something live from Carla Bozilich from her new album uh, it's got it's like a collection of stuff it says it's for the tapers so it's got some live things it's got stuff from the redhead stranger can't find it that's cool so it's just like nice. a bunch yeah. of different it's stuff like a little huh? sampler I'm always misplacing shit well, anyway, uh, last week I played with Banyan in Zion Canyon, which was great, Springdale. A couple days before that, I was in Long Beach with them doing the um, piazzas, and this young man was in a band that opened up. He could only be in the club when he played because he's underage. And he's from this band called Hop Frog, and he gave, his, gave me a CD. So uh, here it is, Watt from Pedro's show, Hop Frog.
the gym. That's Raymond Pettibone yeah. with the German improv- improvisational group, Blanc, live in Cologne, when he accepted the Wolfgang Hahn Prize a little while ago. Uh, yeah, maybe three years ago. Well, two and a half years ago. Yeah, I just won a prize in New York City, Whitney. Um, bomb, bomb block award or something. Awesome. It's the highest uh, amount of monies they give away, like $100,000 like this. 108 people. I think we talked about it last week. He didn't even know his name was on in the running, but that's the way Raymond is. He's just concerned with his work. Uh, we'll be uh, filming our version of Shakespeare's Richard II soon. Cool. So, uh, and before that, we had Pink Elephants by Hop Frog, Young Men, in Long Beach. Um, coming up the end of the first hour of the May 14, 2004 Watt from Pedro show. Sunset session. Yeah. Trippy, usually we're earlier on Friday when we do Fridays. God, when we do any time. <laughs> but uh, this one we started after Prac, 6 o'clock, a little after 6. So sun's coming down. We got bitchin' golden rays coming through. Yeah, Love Grotto windows here on the Pleasure Point. Somewhere west of the Rockies, north of the equator, otherwise known as San Pedro. All roads Cali. lead to Pedro. All roads. We had a bunch of uh, activity. Maybe another leaper. <laughs> yeah, the sirens were going. Sirens were it going. It is the season. Jesus. It's uh, always seems like the out-of-towners <clears throat> have problems on the cliff, so watch your step. Watch your step. Pedro. When you're in Pedro. Near the cliffs. Because we need everybody. Someone out there potentially has the great idea that's going to get us over the hump. So we can't lose any of you. May 14, 2004. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Just a step, cried the sad man Take a look down at the madman Theater kings on Silver wings fly beyond reason From the flight of the seagull Come the spread claws of the eagle Only fear breaks the silence As we all kneel, pray for guidance Take a look down at the madness On the 
streets of the city, only specters still have pity. Patient cues for the gallows, sing the praises of the hallowed. All machines beat the furnace, if they take us, they burn us.
Scott from Pedro Show. We got to turn that down, brother man. There we go. Echo gone. That was Zoo, Z-U, with a tune called Solar Anus, which mm-hmm. kind of fits uh, with the song before it, Knife Edge by Emerson Lake and Palmer. The second men are going to do a trimmed down version of that song come uh, September tour. Let's go to start it off September 3rd, but we're going to wait a few weeks because I'll be coming right off the Lollapalooza tour. A few tours all in a row. It's going to be intense. Anyway, everybody makes jokes about us, you know, being bass, drum, organ, so I thought, God, we got to do an ALP song. So that's something from their first album. Cool. My pool friend, Tone, is way into ELP, so that's for you, Tone. <laughs> Okay, very uh, proud and honored to present Brother Matt and his latest edition of the Spin Cycle. I'm 
with their so unique. It is a week with their so unique. It is a week.
We go back way back, you know, way, way, way back. Way back. Yeah, kick the can, you know, kick the can,
Took a little Great trip around snow. the world there. Cheap green. vacation. Yeah, <laughs> <Got 'em. Fair. laughs> 
Yeah, that's it. Here we go with more Watch from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro's show. That was the Rolling Stones. Big. With one of my favorite uh, albums, a song from Satanic Majesty's Request, a song called Citadel. Um, before that, we had some a couple of tunes off a compilation called The Two Minute Men from England. I was given at the Altamars Pars thing. There was um, shortwave TV with the dressing of the dog. And before that, we had Clitheroe by the Oedipus. Love the names of those English bands. In fact, uh, we've got another great name. Random Bloke. Here on the Watt from Pedro Show.
From Pedro Show. That's Marsha Ball, One of Kind, and before that, Blue on Blue by Random Bloke, coming up the end of the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show, May 14, 2004 edition. Please hang tight for hour three. 
May 14, 2004. It's the third hour of the Lot from Pedro show, and here's part three of Somewhere Next Door to Reality. Jack is in Quebec visiting his friend Mojo, who is living in Montreal. Several people have vanished, including Dominique's friend Renee, and Jack and Mojo think they know where they've gone. They believe there is another city in old Montreal, one that may be seen by someone who is a bit psychic. The people that have been disappearing may have crossed over or were taken into this other city. It wasn't long after Jack had arrived in Montreal when he too saw something quite strange. He was walking on Rue St. Paul when he noticed a very attractive woman across the street talking to a blind street musician. Jack suddenly realized he could see right through her as though she were transparent. He later spoke to the woman, and she didn't deny what he had seen. But she did tell him it was none of his business. Later, as Jack and Dominique tried to tail this mysterious woman, a mist drifted up from the river. She not only disappeared into the mist, she'd led them into a cul-de-sac. And then for a brief moment, the mist cleared, and Jack did see a strange city, a city that was almost identical to old Montreal, but the people were quite different indeed. As we look in, we see Jack and Mojo sitting outside in an open cafe near the old port of Montreal. So, this is the St. Lawrence River. Fleuve Saint Laurent. Uh-huh, whatever. Well, what was that you said to me about reality? Oh, man, I can never remember that. I hear it is. But not quite accepting, because they do not please us, things that are so. We spend our entire lives making meaningless gestures somewhere next door to reality. Right. Okay, now I'm just speculating here, but what if someone decided that it was impossible to ever see true reality? You mean because we are so filled with judgments and opinions? Yeah, that and illusions. Now, now, what if they decided they wanted to live in unreality? How's that different from living in illusion? Mojo, we all live in illusion. <laughs> unreality is imaginary. That's not illusion. Okay, I accept that. Now, you've heard stories of, of certain sages that were able to create palaces that, that people actually dined in that were real, at least for a brief time. Oh, oh, that must have been one powerful sage dude. <laughs> we assume that was illusion. But was it? Was it not real while it lasted? Is what we call imaginary not real? You've heard me say this before. Sherlock Holmes is more real in people's minds than, well, than their next-door neighbors. Tell me again, how did you see it? The same way you saw it. it it just happened. But you stepped in there, right? Well, maybe. Sort of. I could see shapes in the mist. There were people walking right by me. And you could hear that accordion? Yeah. When it happened to you, did you hear it? Oh, yeah, but we're assuming that it's the blind street musician. And maybe it's someone else. It sure sounded like him. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Early that evening in the bar of the Hotel Nelligan, Dominique, Mojo, and Jack are in the midst of an intense conversation. What I'm saying is, there's no gateway, no portal, not even what might be called a, a crack in reality. 
There is no entrance into the other city. Hmm. I agree with Jack. Then how did René and the others and the woman you call Madame Chow, how did they do it? You said René was a psychic. A little psychic. Well, I think that people who are naturally psychic are more susceptible to seeing a cross. But seeing and crossing are very different. Yeah, but I doubt there's a doorway. I think it's it's a thinning of the two realities. Do they see us? Well, who knows? But if people from here have crossed over, then those on the other side, they, they must know of our existence, right? Look, if it works one way, it works the other way. What is the point? How do we know that the woman you call Madame Chow is from this side? Yeah, from this side of reality. And what if Renee was also from over there? And then one day decides to go back over to the other city. You're saying aliens are among us? Are you both so stupid? I know Renee. She is from Montreal, okay? Yeah, but from which Montreal? Oh, you're both idiots. We're just considering all the angles. Oh, Dominique. You know, this is a non-smoking hotel. Impossible. Do you see any ashtrays? I saw a thank you for not smoking sign when he came in here. Thank you. fish. Look, what is it you know? You think there is another city. You think people cross over. You don't know how, you don't know why. So what is it you do know? I know that blind accordion man has got something to do with it. How do you know? He's always around when the other place appears. Yeah, but is he really blind? Yes, he's blind, okay? Well, then that's one thing we know for sure. Do you know there is another city? I saw it. And I saw it too. Prove it. Dominique, do you want us to help? I'd be happy just to spend my few days up here, sitting at, at some cafe on the square and just watching people walk by, not smoking. <sighs> then do it. Who cares? She's having a nicotine fit, isn't she? <laughs> I think she just wants to see a little more action. And the way you and I work, we, we walk backward into things instead of running in head first. Well, the last time I tried that, you know, I ran into a brick wall. <laughs> Good old cul-de-sac Jack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The next day at 4 p.m., Jack once again waits for the mysterious Madame Chow. She walks up the street, stops before the blind accordion player, her body shimmering transparent in the sunlight, and then she continues on into the Café Napoli. Jack greets her. She motions for him to have a seat, and he brings her up to date. Well, what I do know, or I think I know, is that the other city exists. But there's probably no portal or, or entrance. But there are places that people, a few people, may see across because the membrane between the two realities is so thin. Your cappuccino? Oh, thanks. Well, how one actually finds an opening in that membrane, I, I just can't figure that out. How am I doing so far? Continue. Well, there's this blind street musician. And he has a seeing-eye dog with him, a, a golden lab. I've seen you talk to him. His accordion, or what I believe is his, has been heard every time someone has glimpsed the other city. Marcelo, un café, s'il vous plaît. Certainement, madame. A whole other universe existing alongside our own. It's extraordinary. Why is that extraordinary? Why? 
Well, probably because there's nothing in our training as a human being that, that assumes such a thing can be anything but our own fantasy or, or merely a daydream. And yet, people die. And where do they go? To heaven? And where is that? Somewhere next door to reality. <sighs> Maybe they go nowhere. They are here. But we can't see them. Sometimes we can. You mean with ghosts? No. Sometimes they visit. But their world is not one we can see. Hmm, I guess so. You believe in life after death? Mm, I believe there is no death. Eternal life? Yeah, but, but not in reality as we know it, or, or think we do. Where does all this take place? Here? All around us? It's possible. So, is it so extraordinary, Jack? Are you saying that there are endless alternative universes? I don't know. Look, miss, or, or madam. Ciao. Are you leaving? <laughs> no. Isn't that my name, Madame Chow? Um, well, how did you know about I that? I heard you. Oh. Mm. Well, look, all I want to do is find Renee, to ask her if, if everything is okay. That isn't the way it happens. Well, what does that mean? It means it just happens. What happens? I must go. Jack? <sighs> yes? Please don't follow me. I'm, I'm sorry about that. You may be closer than you think. Hmm. Later that evening up on Rue St. Francis Xavier at the elegant Bonaparte restaurant, we find Jack and Mojo having a long, leisurely dinner. Any luck with the lovely Madame Chow? Hmm. Mojo, she is stonewalling me. Are you sure about that? Why? Well, every time you see her, she tells you something, but you don't hear it. What are you trying to say? I just said it. She's helping you, but you don't know it because you want her to give you the key and then point to the keyhole. Well, that would be nice. I think she's already given you the key, but you're the one that's got to find the keyhole. Mojo, there is no keyhole. There's not even a damn door. She made that quite clear. But there are openings. But it's random. I don't know when or where or, or if ever I'll see it again. What have you told her? I told her everything I know. And? And she said, that isn't the way it happens. It just happens. Hmm. Maybe you can't make it happen, but you can improve the odds for happening. How? Calm down. Be loose. Be cool. Relax. Yeah, I've heard that before, but I forget. Well, they say it's not difficult to be mindful. No? What's difficult is to remember to be mindful. I'll try to remember that. <laughs> the next day, Dominique suggests they meet in a tiny bistro not far from Jack's hotel. Jack, Mojo, I want you to meet Isabel. Hello, Isabel. Salut. Explique à Jacques et Mojo ce que tu as vu à la place Jacques Cartier. She's very shy. Ah. Dis-leur ce qu'il est arrivé. 
C'est très important. Je marchais seule, toute seule, lorsque j'ai vu quelque chose. Uh, Isabelle, could you tell us this in English, please? Ce sont des Américains. Ils ne comprennent absolument rien. Américains, bien sûr. I'm sorry. Hey, it's okay. What did you see, Isabelle? I was alone. I was walking along the river. It was winter. Do you know de la commune? That's the street that runs along the old port of Montreal. Right, I, I know. Uh, what did you see, Isabelle? When I came to Jacques Cartier, I began to walk up the street into the plaza, and then I wasn't there. Well, where were you? I was in Place Jacques Cartier, but it was not Place Jacques Cartier. It looked the same, but it wasn't the same? No, it was cold. The cafes were closed. But then, all at once, everything was open, and people were everywhere. It was like a fair. Hmm. Like a Renaissance fair? Yes, people looked like that. And they looked not like that. Like they were in costumes, but now I think that was just the way they dressed. Hmm. They were playing strange music, but I knew the music. And the cafes, they weren't the same. I couldn't read the names. How long did this last? A few minutes? I think so. Isabel, tell them what happened. A woman, she came to me and she took my hand. You mean you actually were walking around in there? Yes. Ooh. She spoke to me, but I could not understand. That's because I was trying to understand her language, but I didn't have to. I knew what everyone was saying. What did you do? Did you meet people? Yes, she introduced me to her friends. She knew everyone. The men would bow and salute, and the woman would laugh and do a funny dancing curtsy. Oh, did she introduce her friends by name? Yes, they all had very strange names. Do you recall any of the names? It was more a sound than a name, like... Guruwa and Bagapuwu. <laughs> Bagapuwu? <laughs> <laughs> they were all funny names. And somehow, the people looked just like their sound. You mean they looked like their name? Yes. No, they looked like their sound. You mean they were their sound? I think so. And then she didn't have to introduce me. I knew all their names. You could guess their name? I knew their names. Just by looking at them? Yes. It's interesting. Tell them the rest. That's all there is. Tell them the end, Isabel. And then she took me back to where I was before, and she bent down and kissed me on both cheeks, and then stood up and saluted, and laughed and waved goodbye. Hmm. And then? Place Jacques Cartier was covered in snow. It was winter again. There was no one there. Whew. Yeah. Well, thank you, Isabel. Est-ce qu'il me croyait? Oui, je crois bien que oui. Isabel, do you want to go back there? Yes, please. Can you help me? <laughs> I don't know about that. Jacques et Mojo essaient de trouver cet endroit où tout est allé, mais il se peut bien qu'il n'y arrive jamais. Je vois. D'accord. It was nice meeting you. Salut, Isabel. Salut, Mojo. <laughs> Isabel and I are going shopping. I'll see you two later. Uh, ciao, Isabel. Ciao, Jack. So, Mojo, what do you think? What do I think? <laughs> I'm thinking, wee. Yeah, I know. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, but scary, isn't it? Why is that? Well, well, they could lure her back in there. Well, I don't know about you, but it sounds like a place I wouldn't mind being lured into. You know, this is sounding like the fairy worlds. That sounds pretty magical. <laughs> if we can find a way to get in there and escape the craziness of this world, there would be no reason to come back out again. So you'd actually spend the rest of your life living somewhere next door to reality? 
If it's better than this side of reality, man, I'm ready to go. It's early evening as Jack strolls alone down by the river. There's not a lot of activity in the harbor. The main port of Montreal is further east. Jack sits down on a park bench. He relaxes. His mind is clear of thoughts. Well, there's always a few fragments skipping past, but otherwise it's clear of just about everything. In fact, he's feeling pretty darn mellow. That is, until he hears that familiar music. He suddenly sits upright. He listens. He calculates where it's coming from and leaps up and begins to run down the street. But just as suddenly, he stops. He puts his hands in his pockets and strolls on just as cool as can be. I'm back in. It's not easy to move forward. I feel like I'm trying to walk underwater. I'm moving so slowly. My, my feet are hardly touching the sidewalk. People don't even see me. I can feel them brushing past me. Can they feel me? Huh. I must be invisible to them. Let me check this out. There's someone sitting in that cafe. Uh, can you see me? She's looking around. Uh, do you hear me? I wonder if she thinks I'm in her mind. Hmm. I wonder if that's where some of our thoughts do come from. Some invisible joker standing and whispering in our ear. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Uh-oh, I- I'm losing my focus. Now no, she's becoming blurry. Uh, 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 do you hear me? No, she doesn't hear me. Uh, I may as well move on. It's not easy moving around here. God, I feel, I feel like my feet are on springs. I, I put them down and, and it's like my shoes are reversed magnets with the earth and the, they bounce right back up. I, I'm sort of hopping along, kind of kind of like a great big bunny. <laughs> Maybe I'm lucky that people can't see me because I must look really ridiculous. Is the air different here? Everything feels different. And yet the streets, the buildings, appear to be identical with old Montreal. How is that? Where are the cars? Everyone is walking. The shops are different. There's not all that tourist souvenir junk. I don't know how long I can stay here. I'm feeling so goofy. If I'm not bouncing, I'm, I'm swimming. And now that I'm here, how do I find Renee? I've only seen photos of her. Maybe I can find the street where she and Dominique lived. Hmm. The streets don't have the same names. They aren't really in French. I, I, I don't know what language this is. Some of the words look familiar. Maybe it's some sort of futuristic French. 
one that's absorbed a number of other languages, and including some, some alien ones. <laughs> I doubt if the French in Quebec would find this future French as amusing as I do. They'd probably be as shocked as Parisians are when they first hear Quebecois French. <laughs> But this is not the future, uh, nor the past. It's the present, a present that exists somewhere next door to reality. Hmm. Speaking of present, I wonder if people are beginning to sense my presence. Uh, they must be, the way they instinctively move aside to make room for me. Do they know I'm here? Do they know that some of us from good old common sense reality do come and visit now and then? Huh? Those of us who do stumble into this place, if we if we have any sense, we're not going to tell anyone unless unless it's a close friend. Otherwise, back in common sense reality, they may put you away somewhere or prescribe drugs so you can never return. Is that what happened to Renee and the others? They did drug her, didn't they? Until she agreed, she just imagined all this. And then, when she had the chance, she escaped. To here. But how did she step across, body and all? Not like me, I, I hardly even exist here. Okay, I know this street. This is their street. Their apartment should be... Yes, that's it. My God, I, I think that's her. She's turned around. She's going up the street. I, I hope I can catch her. God, I'm, I'm not really walking. I'm, I'm floating. Damn it, I just can't get a grip with these sneakers. Renee, she can't hear me. Renee, she's walking slower now. Did she hear me? Renee, she stopped. She's looking around. Does she see me? I, I'm a friend of Dominique's. She does see me, I know it. If I can just... What? Oh, wait. Wait. R R Renee? Huh. I've lost it. Later at the bar in Jack's hotel... It turns out she wasn't looking at me. It was someone else coming up behind me. I could feel a sleeve as it brushed against me. Why did you lose it? I lost my focus. I, I fell right out of there. I don't understand. It became fuzzy, and then suddenly I was standing in the street outside your apartment. Did Renee hear you? I don't know. When you called her name and she turned to look, did she do this? Yes, that's exactly what she did. You mean like a bird that cocks its head to listen? Renee heard you. That's what she does, like Mojo said. Like a little bird. But there was someone behind me. Maybe he called to her. Did you hear him? Uh, no, but I, I couldn't really make out their voices anyway. Man, you did it. You got in there. Well, yeah, I guess, sort of. T'es passé belle après tout. 
Huh? <laughs> I have to go. Ciao. Mojo, what is so funny? Oh, nothing. Mojo. <laughs> I think she said, you're okay. Uh, speak about crawling through broken glass to earn someone's respect. This has been one hell of a crawl. Uh, don't expect tomorrow that she won't be the same old Dominique. She likes being unpredictable. But she is very predictable. Uh, uh, don't let her hear that, or she'll make sure that you never know where she's coming from. You know, you certainly have some interesting friends, Mojo. Yeah, but they're kind of cute, don't you think? Yeah, right. <laughs> so where do we go from here? I think you ought to have a, another chat with that Madam Chow. Early the next day, Jack stops at Dominique's bookshop. I was looking for a book on the history of Montreal. I know just what you need. Sacre Blues by Tagus Cresco. <laughs> Sacre Blues? Here it is. Hmm. An unsentimental journey through Quebec. You'll love it. Um, Dominique, um, if you happen to see Isabel again, will you ask her something for me? Certainly. Uh, what was the name of that woman who greeted her and then introduced her to the others? You mean, in the other place? Uh, yeah. Did she ever tell you? No. Why? Well, they all had such funny-sounding names. <laughs> I was just curious. Jack, you are never just curious. Ask her, okay? I'll call her right now. Salut. Isabelle, c'est Dominique. Salut, Dominique. Je suis avec Jack. Et il veut que je te demande une question. Oui? L'hiver dernier, quand tu étais dans la place Jacques-Cartier et que tu aies vu l'autre ville, quel était le nom de la dame que tu as rencontrée? Isabelle? Je crois. Je pense que c'était Claudine. Claudine? Vraiment? Oui, c'était la seule qui n'avait pas un nom bizarre. Ah, si. Merci. Salut, Isabelle. Claudine? Yes. I expected something like uh, Waddle Doo-Wop or something. But not a name like Claudine. Oh, it's a lovely name. Jack? I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. That afternoon at four o'clock, Jack walks to the Café Napoli, hoping that the mysterious woman he calls Madame Chow will be there. And sure enough, there she is, sitting alone, looking quite lovely. Do you mind if I join you? Please, sit down. Thanks. Are you still dashing down your cul-de-sac, Jack? Actually, no. Really? I did stumble upon the other city. Tell me. It was luck, just being in the right place at the right time. Did you find who you were looking for? I did, but I got distracted. I, I lost focus, and I lost the city. That happens. All I wanted was to talk to her. Did she hear you? I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I think so. Good. But you won't help. Perhaps I have been. How? 
Tu ne le sauras peut-être jamais. Hmm? Do you remember what was once said to you in Morocco long ago? Morocco? Patience is the key to paradise. How do you know about Morocco? I pick things out of the air. Really? Jack, there is no door, no gateway, no portal. There is nothing but you. Look, I know that, but if I could just Jack, understand... listen to me. People go to doctors. They hand their lives over. They say, here, heal me. The body is not a machine that someone can fix. But what does that have to do with all Jack, of Jack, no one can do it for you. Patience, that is your key. <sighs> Garçon, l'addition, s'il vous plaît. Oui, madame. Now, why aren't you happy? Huh. You are succeeding, no? <laughs> Am I? You look so sad. Well, that other city, it appears totally at random. Maybe not for you, but for me, yes. Yes, and so? Well, I could be walking around this town for months, uh, maybe years, hoping it will appear again. I, I don't think I have that much patience. Votre addition, madame? Merci beaucoup. An instant of patience can be an eternity. Ah, uh, you mean it can feel like an eternity? No, it can be an eternity. Well, perhaps I've helped. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure how. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll no longer call you Kutsak Jack. Yeah, well, that'll be the day. <laughs> yes, it will be. Salut. Right. Ciao. Salut. Whatever. Oh, um, Claudine. Yes. Never mind. What Madame Chow, or Madame Claudine, whoever she is, was telling you, the next time you see that other place, don't try to dive in there head first. But Mojo, it's not like All I... she's telling you is, be cool. Mojo, I'm always cool. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> so what's so funny? Listen to me now. Yes, Mojo. What she's telling you is, be patient. It will come to you. But Mojo, I could be waiting here for the rest of my life. It's not a bad place to be. Oh, I hate the winters. <laughs> so you want a shortcut? Well, if there is one, yeah, I want it. You want a technique? Do you have one? Stillness. Oh, Mojo. Stillness like the stillness of falling snow. That's your technique. So what, I'm supposed to stand in one place like... Like I'm frozen? <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'd like a little action. You and Dominique, you both want some action. But that's why she'll never get in there. But you did. You did it. And I feel you're going to get another chance. I hope you're right. When she said patience is the key, she meant the patience of the Buddha. Hmm, right. Sure. Well, so don't blow it. Okay. And in the meantime, I think you should uh, take Dominique with you. But you just said she'll never get in there. Uh, she's all right. Mojo, I, I don't dislike Dominique. It's just, well, she enjoys being difficult. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying is, bring her along to see your friend, Madame Whoever. 
I already did that. And Madam Whoever asked me not to follow her again. Uh, you stay out of the picture. What? Let Dominique do all the talking. The woman's touch. Mm, that Dominique, she's sharp. Yeah, especially her tongue. You have a problem with women. Me? Never. I've learned more from women than I've ever learned from being around men. Well, that, that's probably true for me, too. But, Mojo, what are you really saying? I'm saying that Dominique, right now, she's the perfect example to show you patience. <laughs> You're right about that. Man, women are such exotic creatures. I mean, if you stay still and watch a woman, any woman, that's like watching a whole fresh universe unfold before your eyes. Man, they are beautiful. Yeah? And when they push your buttons? Well, that's when you get to see worlds inside you that you didn't want to know were even in there. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. It's all just a game. You know that. Okay. Now, tomorrow, when Madame Claudine Chow is sitting at her usual table, you introduce Dominique. But let her do all the talking. You just sit and watch. Okay. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm.
Watt from Pedro Show. That's Buck Jam, Buck Jam Tonic with Bill Laswell on the bass, John Zorn on the sax, and Tetsuya Nakamura on the drums. The song called Takata for Coyote. He's a busy cat, Bill Laswell. Yeah. Yeah. He's a mover, hustler. Uh, before that, we had part three of Somewhere Next Door to Reality, Jack Flanders, tripping with Mojo to the streets of Montreal, trying to figure it out, trying to figure what it's all about, like most of his adventures. <laughs> He'll probably end up realizing he knew it all along, <laughs> but he had to go through all this to learn it right. All right, we got some um, live T-Rex now. What from Pedro's show? Some good telegram sound. Yeah. 
Lot from Pedro's show. That was Friends of Dean Martinez with And Love to Be the Master of the Hate. Something found at the Karnak Records, or Narnak Records website. There are also people putting out the new Fall album. Mikey Smith, Get Well. Sorry you had to tour, uh, cancel the rest of your tour, but I can understand in a wheelchair, you know, with a broken hip. In the urinals, we're going to do some gigs with them, so it was kind of sad for John and Kevin. But uh, Mark will be back. He's so ornery, he won't be put down. Before that, we had Live T-Rex 1974, Telegram Sam. Uh, coming to the end of another Watt from Pedro show, the May 14, 2004 edition. Brother Matt, thank you so much. Cool, thank you. Now you're off to go rock out some more. Huh? I'm going to play some Stooges with Peter and Perk cool. from the Porno for Pyro guys. And uh, yeah, a band called Hellride in Santa Monica. And um, yeah, it's in a couple hours, well, an hour and a half. So I got to get Hollywood or Santa Monica way. Pertinier is far, like 26, 27 miles. Harbor Freeway, the San Diego Freeway to the Santa Monica Freeway. Get off on Clover Field. Go a little north and west on Broadway, and you're there. And you don't want to get there too early because they don't have really a place for us to load in the gear. So you have to wait in the back of the alley. Yeah, last time I was up there, I uh, just barely got to squeeze in. All right, no air. Yeah, you get to make your quick escape, and then you say hey. Well, I'll say hey to you now, brother. Thank you much. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.